Welcome to the Liberating Motherhood Podcast. I'm Leah LaHue, a birth doula, birth educator, and mom of two boys. I'm an avid researcher, lifelong learner, and challenger of the status quo, especially when it comes to the business of maternal health care and mental health in the United States. I seek to help you fully embody your power in motherhood and to uplift and strengthen the family unit in a culture where it's crumbling. It starts with birth. It starts with you. So take my hand and come along for the ride. The rabbit hole isn't as scary when you have a guide. Hey, hi, howdy, how are ya? It's Leah here, and thank you for tuning in to the first episode of the Liberating Motherhood podcast. Um, this episode today serves to introduce myself. I would love to get to know you and interact with you. So if you haven't yet, please hop over to Instagram and send me a DM at Liberating Motherhood. Uh, I would love to hear about your motherhood journey. I am a mom of two boys, and I will just say that I didn't really want to be a mom originally. I really truly didn't have this desire to have children until I met my husband, and that's for a whole nother story, but we actually, quote unquote, randomly met in a coffee shop a month after I moved to Kansas City and completely relocated my entire life. And I thought he would just be kind of a, you know, (laughs) the first and only fling that I had ever had in my life. I'm someone who most of my life lessons come through intensely intimate one-on-one relationships. I've actually never been single and I used to judge myself hardcore for that. And now I know so much more about my spiritual journey and who I am that I know that that's just the way that I learn. So yes, I met my husband in the coffee shop, thought I could use a nice fling. I've never had one of those. I'm 31 years old. And here we are 10 years later with two children. And we are renovating a 31 foot long school bus to take on an adventure. Um, We really love being in nature. And I've actually learned that one of the non-negotiable needs for children is uninterrupted playtime in nature. And I have seen that be very healing for both myself and my kids. But I, I entered into this motherhood journey with a background in meditation, breath work, visualization. I taught these principles uh, professionally in a group life coaching setting for eight years. I was part of a spiritual school that taught universal truth. So the truths that pervade all different holy texts. So I'm also an interfaith minister and have some education and counseling as well. I've been a birth doula for about two years now. I, I consider myself super crunchy. So I'm someone who loves to actively pursue health. I typically don't use the Western model of healthcare. Every once in a while, I might get a checkup. But for the most part, I'm very much into herbs and food as medicine, nutrition, looking at things like mental and emotional health, lifestyle choices, moving my body. Um, I've had a lot of self-teaching around those topics and categories. I am someone who loves to learn. I dive into things. And if you're familiar with human design, I'm a manifesting generator, which means 
that I can handle a lot of different topics at one time. And I actually thrive having many things going on at once. Now for my husband, who's the exact opposite of that, that can get a little bit crazy. But I definitely plan to include a lot of my personal journey in this podcast. I really strive to be up to date with the current research. Um, I feel like in the United States, we're dropping the ball, missing the point with women's health, with um, childbirth. And I'm seeing that radiate out into our culture in so many areas, in bullying culture, in public school systems, in um, the the disease and epidemic of violence and gun shootings. Uh, I think that this at the core starts with the family. And at the core starts with how we are birthing in our culture. So this podcast exists to combat that, but I I say combat, but I don't mean combat because I don't believe that we should be fighting the system, although the system is miserably failing us. And we know this from evidence. Um, I believe that we can address these issues without bashing the system. I think if we focus too hard on bashing the system, we will do nothing but but make it worse. And putting our attention on these negative things for too long with too much heat emotionally is only going to grow it. So I'm someone who believes that where we focus our attention grows. I believe that the power and the authority in the birth space resides in the person giving birth. The best care team and the best model of care for women are masters of discretion. So they know when to act and when to give space. They know when something is medically wrong or medically abnormal, and they're going to also be able to self-correct and not cause or create these issues. Now, in this podcast, my hope is to teach women to trust their bodies, to build a connection to their body and to their power. So having a fully embodied birth where you are trusting and surrendering and opening to this powerful divine energy that's flowing through your body is a mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual experience. I intend to address the issues in the system that interfere with that. I intend to educate women and help them to build trust and confidence. Um, This exists to help us to embody our power and navigate the United States healthcare system. I gave birth to my two children uh, vaginally unmedicated in a birthing center in Kansas. Now I had just left this spiritual organization that I was part of for eight years that I gave my entire life to. And I learned so many things about myself during that time. But ultimately, it wasn't serving me anymore. And leaving my community came with quite a bit of trauma. So when I left and got married and started having babies right away, 
I, I utilized a lot of what I learned, but I also had quite a bit of trauma to heal from the way I was treated in that organization. And I will talk very openly about this. I've come to a whole new level of understanding in regards to all of this, and, it, and it's definitely impacted my motherhood in positive ways. I see nothing but good that came from that group for me, even though there was a lot of pain. So we'll be talking about spirituality and pain and shifting identities on this podcast. So my husband and I decided we were going to get married. He proposed, but because I was 35 and he was 45, there's a a 10 year age gap. We thought, well, you know, we're planning our wedding and what if it takes a while? You know, what if something's going on in my body and it takes a while for me to get pregnant? So we decided that we would just kind of, you know, not prevent getting pregnant. And we were so incredibly blessed that on the first try, I guess, we conceived and it, and it was a healthy pregnancy. Now, I did have a miscarriage before that, so I know what that feels like. And I, I tend to cover grief and loss quite a bit in, in this podcast because it's a huge part of motherhood and it's a huge part of womanhood. All of us experience grief and loss of some type. It's different for each person how it manifests, but I've experienced tremendous grief and loss that was not part of my miscarriage, that was actually more spiritual and emotional and identity related. But because I was unmarried and was in a total revamping of my identity at this stage of my life, because I had left this group that I gave my entire life to, all my time, all my attention, my resources, all my furniture went to this group, and I left with basically nothing. So for my birth, I actually qualified for Medicaid. And part of my work as a doula is helping women to understand their insurance options, what kind of state funding they might receive, and really find a good care provider within those models because in the United States, it's really expensive to give birth. It's actually one of the top most expensive countries. And we also have the worst maternal health outcomes of any industrialized civilization. So this is really important. With my birth, I gave birth, like I said, in a birthing center. The entire thing was covered. And my healthcare afterwards. I gave birth in the state of Kansas. I was so incredibly blessed to kind of fall into that that I wound up in Kansas after my stay with the spiritual organization. And now my doula practice is in Dallas. And women do not have nearly as many options if they're not pretty abundantly wealthy in Texas. It's very different. The options are much less. Pretty much if you don't want to pay out of pocket, you're typically going to give birth in a hospital. And many women don't want to give birth in hospitals. Some do, and that's fine. I believe that it should be someone's choice where they give birth and they should have plenty of options. But I did have beautiful unmedicated births in birthing centers The second birth resulted in a hospital transfer that was right at the beginning of the COVID lockdown. So that story is to come. But I definitely love to help people find the right care provider. As a doula for the last, how long? Two years. (laughs) I have really seen some things, let me just tell you. So I thought for sure as a doula that I would be mostly serving women in home births 
and birthing centers because I have a, a really strong passion for natural births. You know, I hear a lot of, you know, in the hospital setting, people say, oh, you know, you don't get a medal for having a natural birth and you can just get that epidural, honey. You know, it's like, it's, it's, it's okay. You don't get a medal or an award for, for doing it this way. And that is in fact true. But I will say I would not change the pain and the challenge that I experienced for anything because the energy that moved through my entire being in the birth space is one of the absolute pinnacles of my experience as a woman. I cannot stress enough how beautiful that experience was. I intend to describe this experience in further episodes, including what this energy feels like, how to surrender to it, all the preparation for it, the non-negotiable things for childbirth, if you're going natural, that you have to really advocate for in a hospital setting. But when I really stepped into alignment as a doula, when I pulled myself out of this depressed state I'd had as a mom for three years or so, I was called to the hospital loud and clear. So like I said, my background is in manifestation and visualization. And when you're truly aligned, the signals and signs are, you have to listen. It just becomes so obvious and so clear. So I was called to the hospital and I have now attended 50 plus births in the Dallas area. I've been to hospitals all over the Metroplex. Um, I teach childbirth education with a group uh, called North Dallas Doula Associates. That's my doula team. And we teach childbirth classes at Baylor University Medical Center Dallas, and they have no affiliation with liberating motherhood. But I have seen the level of care at that hospital be the most peaceful and fulfilling and less traumatic for each one of my clients. Now, it is still a hospital. They still operate by hospital rules, which we'll get into in this podcast. But I will say in terms of honoring the natural physiological birth process, that hospital has been the best. Now, one thing that people don't realize is that hospitals operate differently. They all have different rules. At one hospital, if your water breaks, you're required to have the baby out of your vagina, like delivered within 24 hours. At other hospitals, there's no time clock at all. At some hospitals, they want to push Pitocin hardcore right in the beginning when you get there if things slow down. At other hospitals, the standard of care is, well, let's just let her rest and see how things progress. Or yeah, maybe we can bring in a breast pump, try some nipple stimulation. So the rules vary at all different hospitals. The level of training for the hospital staff varies at all different hospitals. And I am not anti-hospital. I think hospitals can be a great place to deliver, especially if you have complications like gestational diabetes or preeclampsia, or there's something going on with your child and you feel safer in a hospital. But safety is relative, and we're going to be talking about the idea of safety in the birth space in future episodes as well. So I have worked in many, many hospitals now. I've seen births with epidurals. I've seen births without epidurals. I've seen vaginal deliveries. I've seen C-sections. I've seen babies come out thriving and kicking and ready to rumble. And I've seen babies come out completely limp and blue. And I've seen the reactions to all of those scenarios. Um, So I have 
our heart for making sure that women and their families are prepared to walk into the birth space in a hospital because most of my clients do not want to pay out of pocket for a home birth or a birthing center. Um, So if that's you and you're someone who you want a natural birth, you want to feel the power of that birth energy moving through your body, you want to align your mind, body, and spirit with the power of creation that brings forth life, and you need to do it in a hospital, you can do that. And I believe in you. And I want to teach you to trust your body. That's the point of this podcast. You will not hear me bashing OBs. You will not hear me bashing the hospital system. Although there are times when I want to, for sure. There are times when the level of care my clients are receiving is so out of alignment with evidence-based research that doctors and care providers are practicing practices that are outdated in research and evidence by 17 years because that's about how long it takes to get that evidence into practice in the hospital systems. And I've also seen OBs who were very in alignment with natural physiological birth, understood where the authority lies in the birth space, and came in at a time that was medically vital for my client. And the care varies vastly. This is why it is so incredibly important for people to interview their OB and their midwife very carefully with specific questions. If you want a free quick reference guide, I have a free download called Questions for Your Care Provider to get these conversations started ahead of time so that you have no surprises in your birth space when it comes time for delivery. Now, I can't guarantee there are no surprises because birth is very surprising. It can go many different directions. This should help make sure that your care provider is even the right person for your care to make sure that your provider is practicing evidence-based care and informed consent. This is a whole nother episode to come. So I've seen the fear-mongering. I've seen the tendency to control. And in the next episode, we're going to go zoomed out level. We're going to go broad spectrum. And I'm going to talk about the United States maternal health care stats because everyone needs to know this, and I'm going to talk about what we can do about it. My passion is to make sure that women and families have the up-to-date evidence to make decisions and have the really connected level of trust in their bodies and in their decision-making abilities. I want this to be a massive shift in the United States culture We can't ask the government to to save the U.S. maternal death rate. We can't ask the government to make sure that women are cared for postpartum. It's not going to happen. What can happen is individual people giving birth can become so incredibly embodied, so incredibly connected to their power 
and to the birthing intelligence that's moving through their body, that is mother nature, that is grandmother wisdom, that's passed down woman to woman, ancestor to ancestor. That connection will help us navigate clear choices with our care. And the providers that aren't in alignment with that will have to respond to our demand for the level of care that we wish to receive and will have to honor the divine intelligence of the female body. So that's the vision of liberating motherhood. Instead of taking the mother out of the birth space and treating her like she's in danger, we're going to make sure she is incredibly connected to her body, incredibly connected to her options to her birth team, and the people who believe in her. So together, with this level of education and this level of embodiment, I intend to facilitate the transformation and the evolution of the United States healthcare system. And I hope you'll walk with me. I hope you will give me feedback. I welcome differing opinions and experiences on this podcast because I will be very bored if the only opinion and experience is my own. I want to hear from you. I want to know what you wish you would have known. I want to know what you struggle with because we're not just talking about birth. We're also talking about motherhood. Birth is the initiation of the mother. It's how we start our motherhood journey. And it's very important because the intention and the seed behind how we start something will manifest It will play out and it will ripple out and influence the world. Thank you so much for being with me today. If you haven't yet, please grab the free download in the show notes. It's a quick reference guide, questions for your care provider. This is designed to help you clarify what to expect as your birth unfolds within the care of your OB or midwife. New episodes of this podcast will be released on Friday mornings. It will include interviews from experts that I find very helpful in my own motherhood journey and also more solo episodes and personal stories from myself. I so appreciate you sharing this podcast with three people and leaving me a review and also reaching out to me on Instagram. I love to hear your feedback and I want to know what you want to know more about. So stay tuned.